Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that is so excited to have Faith back. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. And like, if you didn't know Faith was coming back, the previously on is going to be very clear about Which that. Which is like five minutes long. Oh, it's the longest Ever. So oh my god, this is episode 15, this year's girl, original air date, February 22nd, 2000. Yeah! Yes, bitch! Faith, Faith is Faith, back! Faith, 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 Faith! And let's kick it off with a prophecy dream. I like this prophecy dream. It's pretty straightforward, as far as prophecies go. So, do they reference Dawn showing up by saying that Yes. Yeah, that yes. they've got to make space for Lil Sis. Because they're making the bed in Buffy's old room or yeah. some room in Buffy's house. And, like, this is pretty similar to the other prophecy dream. The right. one that was more more of a spooky prophecy with weird numbers in it and stuff right. like that. But there was, like, a bed involved and possible making of it. It was they're in Faith's in... apartment when everything was boxed up. Uh, so this okay. is Buffy and Faith again, because they're the only people that are in prophecy dreams they're when Faith is around. slayers, right? Yeah. So, prophecies. Right, so they're making the bed, and, I mean, they're gonna make it nice for little siskets here, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Faith has a bitchin' shirt on, obviously. Yeah, and Faith gets stabbed, or is... Just in a constant state of bestabment. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> well, because Buffy stabbed her. Yeah, yeah. Buffy's really the villain of these <laughs> dreams, as we're going to learn later. <laughs> yeah, she is the villain of the piece, it's true. <laughs> I like that actual lightning flashes as we see oh my God. Faith lying in a comma in her bed. Spooky lightning in this sketchy-ass hospital room. Right. Like, Let's talk about this later, I okay. guess. I mean, yeah, when she wakes up, we can talk about sure. it. Sure. Because right now we have more important things to talk about. Because that's the end of our cold open yeah. done. And coming up after that is our first Dropbox image of the evening. Uh-huh. I think you know what's happening oh. here. It's just Willow and Xander. <laughs> so bananas. So the shot is framed. Let's paint a word picture here. Good, the shot it. is framed with Xander on the left, Willow on the right, yep. and then the rest of the cast in the background. Yeah, sort you can of see thing. Buffy and Giles are sort of in the back. Yeah, and Xander's, like working, Xander's working on a taser, and he and Willow have chosen to go full crazy for some reason with their outfits. Xander's got a striped sweater vest over an orange polo shirt. Willow's hat is something I'm going to need you to describe. <laughs> So she used to wear this kind of hat, her weird felt single color hats. Single the color. The purple one, she had the blue one. Those this were of a not... different shape, though. Those were they, like curved they... at the top. Yeah. This is more buckety, but not quite a bucket hat. Yeah, they were more curved, but this isn't the same family of hats, I would say. Because the brim still is sort of like, a, like an angled down kind of guy. <laughs> and it's multiple colors and the colors don't match her insane sweater (laughs) what is her sweater so her sweater is some sort of almost club like the the card suit club there's sort of like leaves too right i don't know what they are i i don't they could be anything oh snowflakes maybe Oh, but, but... And it's got, like, a nice squared-off collar to it as well. So it's just a straight line that goes from one shoulder to the other shoulder. Oh, yeah. yeah. it's real bad. It's all just terrible. And 
individually these two items are insane together i just they're so much worse oh they're so much worse and i think the fact that xander has this sweater vest on over his short sleeved collared shirt makes it a million times worse oh god they're just doing such bad things fashion wise for no goddamn reason yeah no one looks good in a short sleeved collared shirt i'm sorry like Put the shirt on with the long sleeves, roll the sleeves up. Mm -hmm. It's going to look better. Mm, That's fair. That's the only note that I had for this scene. (laughs) Oh, I mean, they've given Xander the commando taser that was broken. Mm -hmm. And they're like, can you fix this? And he's like, don't worry. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. Yeah. And that's pretty much, okay, actually, I have a lot of problems with the fact that they're like, we need this gun to fight Adam. You're like... (laughs) Please, you really think that Adam is going to be defeated by this stupid gun? Why? Why would this work on him? The initiative weapons that he yeah. probably has so many floppy disks about right? that he's definitely consumed because he's, he's huge. All of them. Yeah. He has to eat a lot. Right? <laughs> so yeah, it's insane. But Rifi is back on his feet. We're all happy to see that. And he's such a big boy. He's doing up all the buttons on his shirt. <laughs> It's like he figured it out once and now he's like, I got this. Can you imagine if he walked around doing button watch without a shirt underneath? Because, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have another shirt on yeah, underneath. Yeah, much weirder. <laughs> it yeah. would be very much weirder. And he still has his Buffy plot device with him. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean, bandana. Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. He wants to go see Buffy. Forrest doesn't want him to go see Buffy because uh, Forrest wants him to stay with him okay, instead. Okay, this is... The first... So, both of the times that we see Forrest in this two-parter, mm-hmm. he just... I imagine is lurking around a corner waiting for the person he wants to talk to to walk by yeah, and then pouncing do. on them because yeah. that is what has happened here. And it happens next time when he sees Buffy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all good times. I mean, that's what Forrest does, right? He lurks around Riley's room. He lurks around Riley's room. That's true. Cuz that's where he's always going to be, right there for him. Even when Buffy abandons him. <laughs> all right. I forgot about your theory that <laughs> Forrest is in love with Riley. I think it's borne out pretty well by I don't these know episodes. Oh, I forgot about it. Yeah, that's crazy. It makes a lot of sense. So much sense. Hmm. And the mayor is back. <laughs> He's back in a prophecy dream, but whatever. I don't even care. It's so fun to have him back. But he oh, and they're having a nice picnic. It's such and a he nice found picnic. a snake friend. <laughs> <laughs> he did find a little snake friend. Oh. Faith is wearing just the worst clothes for her. Do you think? Who put her in? Okay. This? The so, mayor did. Well, this is just it. Yeah. And so I didn't compare this to things Faith normally wears. I compared it to that garbage pink dress that... It's better than that. Yes. It is much better than that. It's still not good. And like still pink. Pink mm-hmm. skirt, long pink... Well, no. It's not a long Blue pink skirt. Blue shirt. It's a medium length pink skirt because mm-hmm. we've learned a lot about long skirts this season. <laughs> and this is not one of them. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good 12 feet long like most of them are. Yeah, but no, the picnic doesn't go great. I mean, Buffy maybe straight up murderifies the mayor and then starts coming after Faith. Who you got that say? knife still, you know? Yeah. It's a good knife. It's a good knife. Like, I love oh, how scared of the knife Faith is. Because, like, it's her knife. She did get stabbed with it. Right. And, like, she's been in a coma for a question mark amount of time. Eight months? Yeah, like, quite a while. It's a good thing she's a slayer or all her muscles would not work. Yep. 
But even then, it much. doesn't make a lot of sense anyways. So we're back to an old favorite when Buffy goes patrolling. It's not just a trench coat. And it's not, and it's not just leopard print. It's beautiful. It's both. It's a leopard it. print trench coat. And I was just like, this is the best day of my life. It's a leopard print trench coat. He's going to be so mad. And here we are. And you're so mad. How am I going to pick a best outfit? Oh my god. This is impossible. It's pretty terrible, I gotta say. Oh man. When I saw her in that, I was like, why have we gone to this, though? The good news is that it's fitted. It is fitted. That's true. It's not gigantic. But Buffy has like a bazillion trench coats and this is another one. But it's, you know, leopard print. So that makes it better. They find an eviscerated demon and he's like all tied up between a couple trees and his insides are all on his outsides. and Until your insides are out. Your outsides are in. Your entrails will become your extrails. And I understand that like this is mostly for the shock value. But then, from another perspective, I guess Adam has nothing to do. This just looks like it took a long time. And it's if... not the most convenient operating table in that Adam's a tall dude, but, like, putting this guy 10 feet off the ground, Adam's still going to have a hard time looking at all of his insides. Like, you have to figure that Adam opened him up, did all of his investigating on the ground, and then, sh- like, he strung him up Maybe. after that. Because otherwise he's too high up. Yeah. Because Buffy's head is, like, at his foot. Mm-hmm. Adam's not that tall. So this is just about Adam being like, look, I'm spooky, right? We'll get quite a bit of Adam doing a look, I'm spooky these couple episodes. I mean, that's Adam's main thing, if we're being pretty honest. Yes. So after we've seen that, they need to go go find Riley because Adam is a super scary guy. And we're returning to form in a couple ways because the plan to get... Riley out of the military prison so exciting. Oh involves my God. both Willow doing some hacking and Xander using his military knowledge. Yeah. When Buffy brought that up, I was just like, hmm, I wonder if Dave still has a TV or if he's destroyed <laughs> it now. <laughs> yeah. Hurls when, it out the window. When she's like, Willow, you have to hack into their system. I was like, oh, hacking? And then she's like, oh, or just use magic if that doesn't work. And you're like, oh, can we do magic hacking? I mean... Is Willow a techno-pagan? I think she's verging on techno-pagan. She's verging on techno-pagan. Mm. <sighs> Garbage. Jekyll, throwback. This is, there are some deep cuts. There are really deep yeah. cuts here. Yeah, but thank God Riley got out by himself, so we don't need either Willow doing her garbage hacking or Xander trying to use his garbage military knowledge again. Yeah, and... Because we're still leaning on that. Why no. is season four no, the season no. that they decided to be like, let's just, let's just bring that up all the time. Um, I mean, it's the season where they have a secret military operation yeah, yeah, where it yeah. would be really helpful if someone had any information about the military. Even but he's if always it's useless. Garbage. I know. He's always, he's always useless. useless. And they still haven't learned. Yeah. Uh, but so Riley, Riley walks down the stairs like a ninja somehow. <laughs> he's injured, but he's really quiet. Real quiet. Because they're all For very such a big shocked guy. that he shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're... Mm, this just... is also happening in Xander's basement, yeah. where like fucking anyone can just get in at any time well, because why not? Yeah. yeah. Did he have to like knock on Xander's front door and say, "Oh, <laughs> Hi hey, Mrs. Rory. Xander"? Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> Uncle Rory. No, Uncle Rory's drunk. We can yeah. be pretty clear on that. Well, he let Anya in before I think, and he was just like, "Ah, let's go down. Xander's downstairs." That's true. That's very true. So yeah, uh, Riley's like, "Here, I'm here. You don't have to save me, but thanks for the thought. That was nice, guys." 
So is Riley still part of the initiative? Yes. <laughs> Riley's got, in a weird place. He's got a wall, but he's not deserted yet. Well, they didn't technically try to stop him. They strongly implied that he maybe shouldn't leave, and that they wanted to keep it in the family, Mm -hmm. which is never a sentence you want to utter. Such a weird Mm. phrase for something that isn't organized crime. Right? And it brings us back to this whole idea that, like, Maggie was some sort of mother figure to all of these brother figures, right? Like, what? Is that what they think the military is like? I don't know. It's just the weirdest fucking family ever. It's yeah. so good. Uh, but shouldn't they be really suspicious of Riley? Like, they make some jokes about, oh, maybe you've got a chip now. Maybe he does. Yeah. Like. They chipped up Spike real good. And, yeah, I don't think it was that hard. No. No. And They've already been drugging him the entire yeah. time. Like, they should be really worried about Riley and just, like, hanging out with him willy-nilly. Who knows? He probably has some sort of tracking device embedded in no, him. but Michaela, Buffy and Riley are, like, super in love now. And it's it's the best. Oh. They are in the honeymoon period of a relationship. And, like, that's a tumultuous time. And I that's keep forgetting crazy. that Buffy is the truest soul that Riley's ever known. She is the truest soul I've ever known. Truest soul I've ever known. Truest soul I've ever known. Truest soul. I've ever known. <laughs> Let's pause the podcast here for a couple minutes while I go take a vomit. Yeah, that was good. I got to see you get physically ill when I said that. Oh, this is delightful. Truest soul. (laughs) So Faith, in another prophecy dream, because she's still not out of her comma, at least is back in her leather pants. yes. Yes. I don't know how many S's I have in the word yes, but it's at least 30. (laughs) (laughs) Just held it down. Yep, and then I wrote those pants... And she got like a red alert happening, mm. looking fly as hell. She's looking so good. Yeah. Yeah, she really is. Oh boy. Yeah, and then whatever. Faith like stabs Buffy in a grave in the prophecy dream after Buffy's been chasing her for a while and then gets out and it's all raining and it's all dramatic and then Soup's dramatic. Then <gasps> she wakes up from the comma. Commas don't last forever. <laughs> I mean, this one was technically supposed to, medically speaking. No, she should never have woken up. No. Like, she's been asleep for a really long time. It's almost like the powers that be have brought her Ooh, back. That's some good headcanon. Yeah. Because what else is it? Doesn't it's a very sense. angel-esque return where it's just like, and magic, they're back. Well, she is a slayer. Sure. And she's the active slayer. Right. So I feel like her slayer juices, if I can use that term. No, you may not. <laughs> are stronger and i mean maybe it is a powers that be thing because if she's in a comma then the slayer juices if i can use that term you may not (laughs) they're trapped right they're trapped it's actually the perfect if you're a vampire oh it's the perfect time to be a vampire putting a slayer in a comma is exactly what you want to do yes oh god then they can kill buffy and she'll never make a new slayer Oh, it's so perfect. It's so perfect. God, there should be a plucky young vampire who's fresh out of the grave, ready to go take on Buffy. He could certainly take her down. Those ones always do the absolute worst, <laughs> and you know it. <laughs> I do. Oh, they get killed so easily. They're like, ah, oh, Slayer. I will kill the Slayer. <laughs> she's just like, okay, I'm you not even going to bother bantering with you. So yeah, Faith is in the darkest and dirtiest hospital there ever has been. We've been in Sunnydale hospitals before and they've been 
fine. So I have to imagine, I think we've been over this. Is there more than one hospital in Sunnydale? We have been over this. We didn't come to a conclusion. I think we decided there's only one. Oh, sure. Because there was the argument of a lot of people are getting hurt and therefore you needed more hospitals. Mm -hmm. But I think it's more likely that people are getting killed. Yeah, everyone dies. So you you just need a lot of graveyards. So metaphorically, Faith has been forgotten about by the people that used to care for her. And this is symbolized by her being in the darkest dirtiest wing of the hospital well i mean if you have someone who's been in a comma for mm-hmm. is it is it eight months let's it's, call it eight it's months. a long time so and you don't have like a pull the plug order on right. that person you do put them in the least used part of the hospital i would imagine the comma ward yeah yeah does it look like this <laughs> still a hospital and you have to imagine they're wasting a lot of fucking space yeah by having her in this gigantic it's a dank large room. dank room <laughs> i love the walls they're just dingy and so gross dingy. you're like what why is this even here and yeah why are there not more comma patients in there with her yeah her I mean, waking up surrounded by a bunch of like just the heart monitors mm, occasionally beeping yeah would have been better although it would have cost more money yeah so and i mean this is pretty spooky all things considered. Yeah. But she goes on a little walk, finds a girl who has the misfortune of being about the same size as her. And also a font of exposition regarding the oh, school. She and is a font of exposition. What year it is. She's so useful. What the date is. Yeah. She gives Faith all of the things that Faith needs, including, as you alluded to, clothes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, it's good times. She, Faith walks out of the hospital all confident like wearing these shiny new clothes and the uh the other expository human nowhere to be seen she's probably fine right no i'm sure she's being she's she's great (laughs) yeah she's great (laughs) she just had to switch clothes with faith and i'm sure she was really okay with oh yeah she's happy to do so she's like oh you need these clothes no problem no problem (laughs) yeah i'm sure it went great for her it's the season of giving february Uh, yeah, Buffy and Riley are sickling, sickeningly in love, and truest soul is uh, all of this. They're back in Buffy's dorm room, and Riley's like, I don't know, Buffy, I think we might be being watched. And you're like, do you think that you, in the place that you yourself have surveyed several times... <gasps> are being watched? Are being watched? Yeah. Possibly with, like, heat-sensing technology... Who's to say? ...that we've seen you deploy against this exact dorm room? He's not the brightest <laughs> bulb, so to speak. Yeah. Of course you're being fucking watched. Yeah. It's problematic. And you're kind of like, why have they come here? If they're worried about being watched, everyone knows about the place Buffy lives. It's just such bad planning. Yeah. Ugh. Hey, remember that there was, like, this watcher thing and, like, maybe a council of folks that was watcher-related? Well, it sounds like it's really reasonable for Buffy to bring that up because it relates so well to what Riley's going through. And there's no other reason she would bring that up. No, it's crazy. Why would she bring that up if they're, yeah. Riley's, like, directionless and, you know, his commanding officer went crazy and tried to kill Buffy. And Buffy's like, oh, I had the exact same thing happen, except it was nothing like that. No. And then she suggests that... I, I guess the it, council like, did, like, okay. go after Angel. Yeah. It's it's similar. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly the same, but it's sort of like being betrayed. Well, so you she, they were both betrayed by the organizations they were a part of, in a sense. Right. But 
Riley very heavily like got into that organization on his own mm -hmm. and Buffy was just kind of told oh by the way there's this council and she never really listened to them or wanted anything to do with them and then when she quit you're kind of like that was a long time coming because Riley's main point is that he's directionless and Buffy's like oh yeah my similar situation except I was more directioned when I left them. Yeah. So similar situation, complete opposite outcome. So like, I know how you're feeling, except I really don't. And her suggestion that maybe he could just go be a rogue demon hunter. He's just a person. He's also question mark part of the initiative still. Question mark. Well, no, she's like, you have options, man. Don't even worry about it. You could be a rogue demon hunter. You could be a mole in the initiative. That sounds great. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible idea. He could be the Batman of demon hunting that isn't Angel. Mm. So the non-superpowered, technology-enabled superhero. Because hmm. that's basically the role that he's playing right now. He could just go rogue hmm. vigilante style on it. Get a cape? Yeah, obviously. He would look pretty spooky with a cape. <laughs> no capes! Yeah. Why does he have a cape? He's Batman. <laughs> I know Batman has a cape. <sighs> Honestly, Buffy's going to make a better Batman than him later this episode. That, yeah, that's fair. Oh, and we are finally coming into our first segment Ooh. of the evening. So we get Buffy climbing onto Riley. It's going to be sexy times, whatever. There's a brief thing with the nurse in the hospital phoning <gasps> up question mark people to Who tell them that Faith is awake. It's, it's all pretty vague. But then... Faith is walking around downtown, mm. and our first segment is Extra Credit. And you extras, wave your arms and make faces. What is this, a morgue? People, people, please, just because it's a dramatic scene doesn't mean you can't do a little comedy in the background. Throw a pie or two, for God's sake. This is related to four pictures in okay, the Dropbox. Okay, so I saw that there were four pictures that look pretty similar but i did not look too closely at them i'm assuming you don't know what extra credit is i'm gonna assume it's something about the extras in the background of these it shots. is i would okay. like you to open these shots and go through them one by one and i'll say that each of them is from a completely different uh shot that okay. where like several seconds are supposed to have passed in between them right because this is faith doing her walk down the dt sunny d streets right so there's a first one. There's a, a man and a woman with a purple scarf. Yeah, there's Faith. She's walking along. Second one. Oh, there's the man again and the woman. Oh, her scarf is purple. Walking along. Oh, there they are again. They just leaving every establishment. So that's three times in a row. Oh, and the fourth one. Now, mm, on this one, they're going the opposite direction. That's why it's called and back again. Right. <laughs> So, so it so is. <laughs> you get three shots of Faith as she's like, you get a shot of Faith and then a shot of what she's looking at. Right. And then you cut back and it's the same couple going past in the background the same time or the same direction, sorry, three times in a row. And then <laughs> you do it one more time, look back at her, it's a wide shot. And this time they're going the opposite direction. So cre extras, not doing what they're supposed to. Or three so two sets of identical triplets dressed the same <laughs> going in the same direction and then the final set they're all on they're on a triple date right because mm. it's the three sets or two sets of triplets that are all dating each other and then the last one turns around and realizes they've forgotten something in the movie theater right or uh-huh for a less absurd <laughs> option 
So they have her walk through a few times. These extras have no idea where they fuck they're supposed to be. Oh, no idea. Yeah. So they just... Like, did they really... Either they just happened to continue to pick shots that these people were in out of the options they had as a joke. Or, or, these two people, something about them is either incredibly bland, so you, uh-huh. like, you aren't focusing on them, or maybe they just look really good next to Faith. Mm. And so it was like, oh, they need to begin all of the background shots. They're basically the only extras doing anything in the backgrounds of these shots so there's a couple or a man and his daughter buying movie tickets like in the far background Mm. in the medium background it's only these two people and i loved just seeing them go past three times and like i've rewatched that scene and it's (laughs) glorious oh god it's so good just seeing them always go past just insane Oh, it just makes no sense. And then you get the wide shot, and I was just hoping and praying the first time I saw it that they would go past, and, and yep, there they sure are. enough, in the opposite Back direction. Again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, I love, I love that. I really love how everyone just fucking walks down the middle of this street. I understand that there are not a lot of cars that are driving around. <laughs> not typically. But because uh, this is like the the wish walk, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. This is exactly the sort of thing that someone in the Wishverse might do. Yep. Cordelia. Willow coming to, into our world. Yeah. 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 Whatever you want. Whatever you want. It is the exact same thing because they only have so many sets. And like later on, Faith goes back to downtown Sunny D to hide because yeah. they just don't have enough sets, Michaela. No. They had this set and they're like, let's use that again. Why is she going to the most populated part of Sunny D to hide from the police? It's a good question. Why not hide in, like, the decrepit high school? Yeah. Why not hide anywhere other than the most public mm. area of town? Because <laughs> they don't have enough sets. Because they don't have enough sets. And then Faith goes to spy on folks in Giles's place, and she sees Buffy kissing Ri-Fi. And you're like, isn't the whole point of you stabbing me that, like, there was something with Angel before? She's going to make those points. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, repeatedly and strongly. I would say. Well, she's pissed about this whole stabbing thing and this whole comma thing. Let bygones be bygones, Faith. Yeah. And then the most insane thing happens. Is this Buffy receiving a telephone call in Giles' place? And we, like, that can only be the council. It can only be the council. Calling Buffy. Not Giles. Specifically not Giles because he quit because he's a little son bitch. They've used... A, a phone. Yeah. They've learned about phones. <laughs> the council is wow. calling Buffy on the phone. What if, instead of this happening, there was a knock on Giles's door. He opened it, and a sharply dressed young man was on the other side saying, Telegram for you, sir! For some reason. Buffy, stop. <laughs> I was so sure you were going to put Whistler in this. <laughs> Why would I ever do that to either of us? And then you said sharply dressed, so I mean, <laughs> it couldn't have been Whistler. <laughs> it was garbage dressed. Yeah, no, what is the intelligence network that is getting this information from this nurse who is in the council's employ, question mark? No, the nurse is obviously a plant, a council plant. Where are, why? I guess because she's so for some reason slayer. Yeah, and yeah. so Faith is still a slayer and has mm-hmm. not been kicked out of the council. Right. <laughs> And one of the, in like in the next episode, one of the council goons it says something about Faith being responsible for like the 
downfall of the council mm. or like the council losing credibility mm-hmm. and you're like in whose eyes like they lost all that street cred michaela what they can no longer go hang out with the young neighborhood toughs i guess so yeah i mean it makes sense they've lost buffy and so they need to be responsible for faith but at that point I don't know. Couldn't they just like forge some documents and pretend they need to get her transferred to England? I don't know how comas work. Yeah. Like we found her parents or something. Yeah. They're in England. The council isn't exactly what you'd call competent. That's true. And that's demonstrated quite well throughout this entire series so far with Wesley and everything that happens in these two episodes basically involving the council. Where they yeah. have, like, a semi-functional intelligence network, mm-hmm. and then nothing else that's reasonable. Yeah. It is pretty insane how they're going to make basically all the same mistakes <laughs> they made last time. It's so good. And you think to yourself... They're such dummies. Haven't we done this? <laughs> they're and, such dummies. They're like, we're the tough alpha strike force. They don't use those words, but, I mean, that's the same. Next episode. Next episode. Anyways. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, Buffy lied to Riley about Faith and, like, Angel, and you're not even sure why she's doing this. I'm really not sure why. Like, what is she trying to hide from him? Well, she's like, no, 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 no. I'm not trying to hide anything, though. But I'm not lying to him. I'm just... I just left some stuff out. What stuff? What? Everything about Angel, apparently, because she can't... Riley can't know that she had a boyfriend before him. I think you're really underestimating the intensity of their love. (laughs) Well, she's a very true soul. She is the truest soul I've ever known. Truest soul I've ever known. Truest soul I've ever known. Truest soul. Yeah. Oh, oh, Willow's new shirt is also crazy. I didn't get a picture of this one yet. Okay, Tara's shirt's bananas. Because Willow and Tara have a little tiny scene. Mm -hmm. And I just have, all I know, I think this is after Willow and Buffy have their little walk and talk. Yeah, yeah. Willow's shirt has, like, people sleeping People on it. sleeping, but it's, like, raised out of the shirt. It's yes. made of different materials and then yes. stitched onto the shirt. These, like, it's three like, people like sleeping. Yeah, but, and like... Then, and then her, her skirt is floor-length yellow and looks a lot like a dishcloth. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. And she wears this outfit for a while. Yeah. Did she still have a hat on? No. no thank God. No, she ditched the hat by this yeah. point. But no, because then she goes to see Tara. Mm-hmm. And I have a what is this necklace Tara line. Because like, <laughs> she's got a weird, crazy necklace on. And then they're, they've started putting more makeup on her, I think. Because mm-hmm. they were trying to make her look sort of like quiet and... I don't want to use the word schlubby, but <laughs> I've done it. She is a schlub. Well, but she's not a schlub anymore. Mm. Her part was like pretty straight. I looked at it a later part of this episode and it was decently zig and zag. <laughs> it's not reaching the heights of zigzag that we re- have reached in the sure, past. Sure, but there was like a V on top of her uh, head yeah. made out of hair. It, 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 yeah, it's it's all crazy. But hey, Faith is on campus just as they're talking about Woo! where they might possibly find Faith. And she is looking fine. Fly as hell. And you're just like, everyone's outfit is crazy. Oh, thank God. Oh, Faith's thank here God now. Faith is here. <laughs> She's got her like crop top. With, it's kind of like sparkly, I think. It is kind of sparkly. Yeah, it's so it's good. so nice. Oh my god, it's amazing. And then the leather jacket on top it of that might be and her a leather dark pants. jean jacket, actually. Okay, yeah. And then, yes, always with the leather pants. Always leather pants. She turns around and you're like, holy shit, you have not been in a comma for eight months. Because <laughs> before, they were doing like comma makeup yeah, on Yeah, no, her. and it looked good. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, she looks 
Like it she's looks believable. Yeah, she's in a hospital. Now she looks good. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, shouldn't you be thinner, emaciated in really any way? She's a slayer. It's fine. Shouldn't you not be able to fight? Buffy? It's a slayer. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Faith and Buffy start fighting as Faith is, you know, talking. She's gone so crazy. Oh, it's so good. Well, presumably for eight months, she's been having dreams about Buffy killing her. And everyone she's ever cared about. So, like, she's bananas, yeah. But, like, I'm on board. Because, like, she was mildly crazy when last we saw her. But she's lost everything now. Yeah. Yeah. Off the deep end by this point. Yes. Yeah, and the Popo show up just as they start fighting. And you're like, who called them here? There's a fight on campus. Clearly the campus security called them. (laughs) And they showed up within ten seconds. I mean, what else are they doing? (laughs) They're certainly not fighting vampires. Yeah, not investigating <laughs> neck ruptures. No, they're like, oh, we can't solve that one, guys. <laughs> uh, another spontaneous neck rupture. Yeah. Uh, Faith kicks some police officers and jumps over a wall. She's like the scampiest person around, question mark. She's it's... escaping from a number of things. She she jumps over a wall. <laughs> Buffy's steps behind her. Buffy gets to the wall and Faith's nowhere Banished. to be seen. And you think to yourself, Buffy, you need to go over the wall after her. She's along the wall. She is along the wall. Like, where else would she fucking be? She isn't a ghost. She hasn't just vanished. She doesn't have, like, super speed. I love that they play it off like she literally vanished. Yeah, and Buffy just is like, shucks. (laughs) She got away again. Better luck next time, Buffy. What is this? And you're like, go over the wall. Go over go the wall. Go over the wall. Look, look down. Because I guarantee right the, the camera's going to pull out. Yeah, it's going to pan out. And Faith is going to be pressed up against the wall. How stupid would Buffy look if they showed us that. But that's what's happening. That is what's happening. And they don't show it. Anyway. Yeah. She's a ghost, I guess. I'm and spooky. is able to just vanish into thin air. What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is when Willow and Tara... Probably. I didn't write it down because honestly they have garbage to do in these episodes. They're basically putting Tara in, especially in this episode, they're putting Tara in... Where Oz would have been? To give Willow someone to have have dialogue with. And then she kind of has to be here next episode to have our sexy magic fun times. But... (laughs) We need to, like, remember Tara exists. Mm -hmm. And, like, I mean, I think this is sort of the first time that it's being, the show is being very blunt about the fact that Willow has clearly told Tara everything. Yeah. she And she's talking about it like it's all super normal, no big deal. And you're like, you just, you just told her everything? Remember when Joyce didn't know for, like, seasons upon seasons? She did not. (laughs) She did not. Tara just gets to learn everything immediately. Immediately. <laughs> it's great. It is great. Xander and Giles are out like patrolling with the taser that Riley fixed and oh they God. run into Spike. And, you know, we've got to occasionally remember that Spike hates them all and would kill them if he were able. It's pretty funny. It's very funny. They treat him like he's part of the gang. And he's like, no, no. I'm not part of your fucking gang. And they're like, right. (laughs) Uh, But you can see where they're coming from. Well, because the thing is, Spike likes to pretend he's part of the gang when he has a problem. Mm -hmm. So then he's like, oh, guys, help. We're we're friends, right? We're all friends here. I'm defenseless. (laughs) 
And this is Spike's only scene in this episode. Yeah, they gotta get Tara in here. They gotta get yeah. Spike in here. Rifi's got a couple scenes, at least. He has a bit of an arc happening. Yeah. Because right now, Spike has nothing to do. Nothing. Right? He just, he's the wacky neighbor. Because he hasn't accepted his demon hunter nature. He the, he shows up and he's like, you guys are dumb. And yeah. then he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that is his purpose currently in this show. And, oh, God, when Xander had his whole... Like, are they playing it for a joke a little bit when Xander's like, oh, we have a connection. I understand faith. Oh, yeah, the faith thing? Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely a joke. And it's so gross, though, that they're bringing it up again. And where is Anya this episode? She's not in it, right? I guess it'd be too much to have to give Spike a crappy little scene, give Tara a crappy little scene, and then fit Anya in somewhere and also give her lines. There's too much going on. There's way too like, much going Giles on Giles has that. barely anything to do this episode. Oh, yeah. Giles still doesn't know what he's uh, doing Yeah, we had like human. We had midlife crisis episode, and nothing has Nothing changed. changed. No, nothing got resolved. It did not. So good. Uh, nurse is there, helicopter shows up, and some men get out to talk to her, and like this is where all of the money for this episode went, guaranteed. Getting a helicopter to mm. land, actors to get out of it, and then to have it fly away. That's a good point. That's a lot of money. Because nothing else like that requires special effects really happens in this episode, does it? It all went into a helicopter shot. Right. Those things are fucking expensive to try to film with. At night, too? Mm. That's why... Mm, I get it now. That's why Buffy had to let Faith get away. Yeah. Because, yeah, fighting and potentially, like... Who knows what might have happened? Things exploding, breaking stuff. Yeah. Like, that's expensive. And we're already going to get some of that at the oh, end yeah. of the episode. No, like, we're gonna... a house gets trashed. Good, let's break the summer's house. Yeah, again, right? Because can't do it too often. Yeah. And this is why we have Faith being downtown again to be low profile. <laughs> and then the cops show up and she's like, oh, uh, I'm part of this group of youths. Don't mind me, officers. <laughs> Hey, she finds a cool friend, though. He has a present for her. He does have a present for yeah, her. She, she kills, kills him. him. Yeah. <laughs> I, you, can you blame her? He's like, no. He's like, oh, I have a present for you, for, for you from a friend. And she's like, fuck off, buddy. <laughs> kills him. And then takes his package anyways. And you're she, like, us, maybe a little. It's exactly mm-hmm. how that would play yeah. out. I love it. Yeah. No, it's, it's perfectly good. done. And what is it? It's Ooh. it's a videotape from the mayor. I mean, where'd she find a VCR? It does not matter. Yeah, where is it? It's the year 2000. She? There's probably VCRs everywhere. Who yeah. remembers? <laughs> yeah, but no. Oh, he left her a nice video. Tape. She is so touched by his sincerity and his goodwill. And I love it because it's still so fucked up as a relationship, but it's so delightful. And it comes across that, like, she's clearly touched by the mayor leaving her this thing about, like, oh, maybe we won and I'm a demon and everyone's <laughs> worshipping me. But odds are everything's pretty much fucked and you're fucked. So yeah. go out with a bang because that'd be fun. And she's like, aw, because mayor. he's done this because he genuinely cares about yeah. her. And he knows that after he's gone, she's put all of her eggs in that basket. <laughs> and now her eggs are on the floor yes. because the basket's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Right, like the basket was blown up in the right. library. The basket was blown up in the library. <laughs> so her eggs are on the floor. Or or they're like, if you blow up eggs, do they become scrambled eggs? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay, they're scrambled. That's the quickest way to make scrambled I think eggs. So. Yeah, dynamite. Um, But so, I don't know. Like, it's a very mere thing to be like, hey, want to have some fun? I found you this wacky <gasps> item. It's going to be fun for you this to is a use neat it. gizmo. Because, like, he could have just given her. 
money and like a fake passport that he had made for her and been like, you get yourself away, start a new life. That's neither of their styles. No, it really isn't. So no, it makes a lot of sense that this is like the path (laughs) both of them are on and they're hyped about. They are so excited. They're both crazy as all hell. And they are having a real emotional connection at the same time. It's so good. (laughs) And yeah, there's some sort of gizmo that she gets from the package as well. And you're like steampunk nonsense. What is that? Yeah. It looks like some steampunk nonsense if we're being honest. Yeah, it's like a box with finger loops on it. This is before the time of steampunk nonsense, I presume. I thought steampunk had been around since about the Victorian era. I honestly don't know. Yeah. Uh, Riley wants to help Buffy with Faith. And I'm like, a taser might be good against her. Why don't you give her that taser that you have? It's not good against Adam, but Faith, you could tase the fuck out of her. She's still a person. Yeah. 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 And like, just give her one that isn't sabotaged this time. And that would be a great help to Buffy. It would be because Buffy can use one. Like, she's not dumb. And we rehashed this angel thing here again. Mm. It's like, he's like, oh, just give me the short version. And she's like, I can't tell you. It's, it's too complex. <laughs> I'm just so done with it. It It's really unfortunate that Faith being back means we have to bring up Angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, the fact that Riley not knowing stuff about Angel is a thing at all that we're talking about. I do love in the previous scene where Buffy's like, <gasps> Faith is awake. And they start having their little conversation <laughs> yeah. in Giles' place. And it goes on for about five minutes, and then it just cuts to Riley going like, uh, who's Faith? <laughs> yeah, no. And they've been going on and on, on and, and on. on. <laughs> and he's just been patiently waiting. Because he's not going to interrupt their conversation. No, that that'd would be, be rude. so rude. Yeah. yeah. That'd be impolite. He's not. He's a very polite human. So Joyce is back. <gasps> Joyce! Finally! We haven't seen her in ages. Like, so long. Here she is, finally back in her house, getting punched in the face. Getting punched in, <laughs> in the, the face, face by Faith. Yeah. Yeah. It's, hmm. Faith is super crazy. I love it a bunch. Oh, yeah, no. She's going through Joyce's lipsticks and finds the one called Harlot. And she's like, hmm, I wouldn't normally wear lipstick this dark. And you're like, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure you would. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely would. I'm pretty sure I could find you a bunch of situations. Yeah. And, oh, oh, in this scene, uh, so Faith has her her jacket off at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the scene. And does not have her tattoo. Oh. So we had amazing tattoo continuity recently on Giles, which this for me, just like, this just makes me feel like it was Anthony Stewart Head being like, yo, where's my Mark of Igon, bitches? Wait, when did Faith get a tattoo? So Faith always had a tattoo on her upper arm. And I always used to complain about how fake and gross it was. Right, right, right. So clearly, A, clearly (laughs) it's fake. fake, Because it's not there. And I mean, would most people remember this? Probably not. Is it in the wiki? Yeah. (laughs) Would Anthony Stewart Head remember it? Probably. If it had been on him. I mean, I guess there wasn't an entire episode about Faith's tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, Faith's trying to intimidate Joyce, and Joyce <laughs> gives zero fucks. <laughs> and then as uh, as Faith is gloating over <laughs> Joyce, about to stab her with a knife, Buffy pulls what I'm going to call a reverse angel. Right, this is when I was feeling like Buffy was Batman. 
Oh, yeah. Right? Because, I mean, Batman Accurate. would crash through a window like yeah. this. Yeah, he's crashed through many a window. I'm sure I've done some takedowns through windows. <laughs> like, let's be honest about that. Super, super true. <laughs> but yeah, she jumps in through a window into a house. It's an anti-angel, yeah. Yeah, it's the reverse angel. Classic. Did, do you think she, like... Because hmm, she can't slide on her stomach into a window. But she can dive still, kind of. Yeah. It yeah. may be more of a reverse spike because it's the same, like, pose that yeah. Spike did. And he's, and she's smashing through glass. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe a reverse angel because it's not... She is through glass and right. he didn't. Um, yeah. It's great. Uh, they start fighting and there's a ton of good quips in this fight. It's all very well it's done. very banter heavy. Yeah. They're, the fights in these two episodes are amazing and just thinking back to season one yeah oh that was a rough time to go through every time the slayers are fighting Mm. well they've got i don't know who faith's stunt double is but clearly they found someone who is like on the level of buffy's stunt double yeah and yeah they've got two people who are just having a great time having their fights it's going really well yeah uh they throw some weird stuff at buffy probably she throws a vase at her, and you're like, I'm not sure that's going to do <laughs> oh, much. Oh, like some literal throwing, then, then not she, like and then quipping. She, no, no, she throws a drawer from a cabinet at her. She, like, dumps all the stuff out of it first, and you're like, just throw the whole thing. And then she picks up a butter knife, I'm pretty sure. And starts slashing. with the. She has the worst knife fighting skills. And it's a butter knife. It is not a knife knife. And that's what being in a comma is gonna do to you she does skills she does smash buffy through a glass door that is great that's amazing when they're like running she's running and then buffy's running after her and then she opens the door into her yeah and you're just like fuck fuck yeah joyce's door right (laughs) this is joyce's house and then she shoves buffy into a glass cabinet and that all breaks and you're like they this break is the coffee house? table. Yeah. There's a lot of things that get broken. You see a coffee table in an energetic fight scene, though, and of course it's going to be broken, I mean, right? What's it doing there, right? Yeah. No, yeah. you got to slam someone through that and have it break <laughs> in manner most dramatic. Some strange men are in Giles' place, the men who got off the helicopter and talked to the nurse. Yeah, they'll probably be very competent at whatever they're doing. I called them brutes. Yeah. They're quite brutish. Excellent. And the Popo show up as Buffy and Faith are fighting to take Faith away. Well, yeah, Joyce called him because yeah. she is a capable human being and was like, oh, Buffy's got this. Better call the cops. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Good job, Joyce. And then we come into our next segment very late in this episode. It is face-off situation. I'd like to take his, his face off. You want to take his face yes his face oh my god it is a face-off how did i not realize some may say it's freaky friday no there are a variety of situations in media in which this happens i understand that faith didn't take her face (laughs) and switch it with buffy's face and then completely change their bodies to match the faces they now have right But she kind of did. Yeah, she kind of (laughs) did. Anyway, the gizmo swaps their minds into each other's bodies. And if that ain't (laughs) wacky magic fun times, I don't know what the fuck is. It's great. And that's basically the end of our episode as they're swapped. Buffy gets knocked. Yeah, okay. Okay. So terminology gets really complicated. I, I had this problem as well. But it's just, it's easiest to call 
the per- the person's mind. Yeah, yes. the person's mind. Yes. So Buffy gets knocked out in Faith's body yeah. and then taken away by the police because yes. they think she's Faith. Right. And Faith is standing with Joyce and looking real creepily at Buffy as she's wheeled away in the ambulance. And then, just in case it wasn't clear... <clears throat> right. Faith says five by yeah. five. And I think th- this episode, because Faith said five by five earlier, mm-hmm. and then Willow had a little quip with Tara... Five by five what? No one knows. <laughs> I love that. We're talking about like, five by five what? I don't know. No one knows. <laughs> but yeah, this I think, because you, you know, when we had Faith around a lot, you're like, why isn't she always saying five by five? That's her thing. That is and her thing. <laughs> this episode really drives that home mm-hmm. because they need some way. They need a face waterfall. Yeah. This is the face waterfall, right? Of the face-off fame, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they need some way to identify who is in right. which body. And, because... like, make it clear that a body swap has happened. Yeah, exactly. Like, for anyone who doesn't know what face waterfall is, first off, why are you listening to us instead of watching Face Off? Watch Face Off. Yeah. It's a great movie. Uh, second of all, John Travolta's character has this insane thing within his family where I don't, like, when they're trying to comfort each other or greet each other, God only knows. They mm-hmm. take their entire hand and run it down the other person's face. Yeah. Face waterfall. Just touching their face lightly with the fingertips oh, and running it all so the way freaky. down the face. So then later when John Travolta's character is in Nicolas Cage's body, he face waterfalls John Travolta's wife, I think, to be or like... Or Cage's no, daughter. Or son. Maybe. Because it's the sun, I think, and he waterfalls oh. that. Well, no, he's always waterfalling the picture of the sun. Isn't the sun <laughs> dead? Isn't that the whole point? I think he face waterfalls himself in the mirror at one point. Oh, maybe. No, but the remember, the wife is pointing the gun at him, and he, like, pushes the gun aside as he's face yes. waterfalling Yeah, that her. does happen. Right, so five by five. Five by five is that. Is the face waterfall. But yeah. Yeah, it's tricky to communicate, really. I, I knew you didn't know that Faith came back, and so... I was like, there is no fucking way he knows what we are in for. Oh, it's so exciting. Oh, it's so excited for you. Set it all up for next episode, <laughs> woo, woo, and I'm so woo, excited. Woo. How mad would you have been if we did not do a two-parter here? I would have been unspeakably angry. <laughs> you would have had to wait? <laughs> <sighs> but, Michaela, let's let's quickly talk about how we felt about this episode, and then we can get into the real correct opinion about this episode uh, i think this has a little bit of the two-parter problem mm-hmm. where we are setting up a lot of pegs correct and we're gonna knock them down yep and it's gonna be really fun tis but the second part of this is much better than the first yeah agreed uh but i mean apart from that seeing faith is real fun mm-hmm. get to see a bunch of the mayor he's just he's in full mayor mode he's having a great time yeah, yeah. i enjoyed this episode on its own rights and then I think it does have a bit of the first part problem, but eh, it's still really fun. What do you think our good friend Taylor Kingston, the IMDb reviewer, called this episode? The, the one, one where Faith wakes up? <gasps> you are Teeks! Fuck yes! <laughs> you are Teeks! We can't both be Teeks, or can we? That's some wacky ass time travel <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> The one where Faith wakes up. <laughs> Warning. Spoilers. Oh. I love this episode. It's so good. I love seeing Faith again. She was one of my favorite characters. And when she was put in a comma, comma, I was actually really sad. I was reading punctuation. I saw that. Echo- yeah. <laughs> it's not a good place for a comma. I mean, the yeah. Uh, all right. If we pronounced coma right, it would be fine. <laughs> 
Okay, so Faith wakes up, realizes it's been months since she was stabbed and thrown onto a truck by Buffy. By Buffy. She finds out that the mayor has died and the high school has been destroyed. Graduation day didn't go well for her side. She finds Buffy at the college and they have a big confrontation and Buffy is surprised about how much Faith hasn't changed. Come on, she was never going to change. Well, maybe later in the series. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> and I'm like, Teeks, you son of a bitch, you've done it again. It's so much worse than I could have anticipated. Because you thought it would just be spoilers for next episode that I've already seen. So what could Teeks do to me? Nothing. He could do nothing to any of us. And yet, and yet, all of my questions from the end of next episode, gone. In a single glorious instant. Mm, There's... mm. (laughs) Anyway, uh, brief summary of the rest of the episode. Cops come and take faith away and everything will be huge in the following episode yeah the next episode teeks review is just gonna be full of quotes it's just (laughs) oh god it's just gonna be only things in quotation marks like (laughs) you gotta get your knuckles real crackly so whenever you do air quotes you can like hear it on the mic (laughs) disgusting overall i give this episode a 10 out of 10 i I was gonna guess that yeah genuinely i i like Teeks fucking loves Faith. Mm, yeah. That's true. Who doesn't, though? No, she's I know. delightful. Yeah. Oh, she's so good. What was the best outfit from this episode? Oh, and one that fuck. is laden with choice. It, they're just... It's oh, it's such a hard choice. Mm-hmm. So here's the problem. I could go for the bananas choice. Mm-hmm. And then I have so many options. It's like a sea of options. Yes. Yeah. Right? Or... It's a plethora. I could just say that... I think this is maybe the best Faith has ever looked. It is the best Faith has ever looked. And I maybe need to pick that because it's fucking amazing. I would honor that. She's looking so So unreasonably good. And you're like, you've been in a coma for for eight months. (laughs) How? Actually, this episode gave me a lot of questions about what they do with people in commas. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I don't know why. I just kept noticing little things like, oh, her nails are all... Oh. Like, not done, but not taken ridiculously, care of. Yeah. And I think you have to do that. Right. And you, you have to have cut have the to. person's hair. Yeah. Like, do you brush their teeth? Oh. I have all these questions. <laughs> I did not look up the answer to any of these things. No. And I mean, she's in the dingiest part of the hospital. Fucking no one's coming to visit her except that but nurse who's teeth, on the table. But hair, and fingernails all look great. So someone's the nurse been is also a stylist. taking care of her. <laughs> Just had this grim image of, like stylist or beautician schools practicing on comma patients that's horrific yeah yeah no that's like a real violation of a lot of things absolutely can't Hmm. do that maybe you can like donate your comatose body to beauty like have a stipulation and i don't know a will would you want to do that as a beautician student (laughs) Well, plus, like, you, you do one crazy haircut, and then you have to come back in, like, a few months. Yeah. Before, like, so it's all grown out. <laughs> yeah, it's just not worth it. No, like, it's like a charity service mm. for the beautician students. There's, like, some, you know, other side of the tracks, beauty school, and, like, they don't have enough money. <laughs> yeah, I see this plot coming together. Oh, man, it's such a bad idea, though. And in the end, they learn the power of friendship. Yeah, of course they yeah. do. And that money doesn't buy happiness. Oh, also, Faith wins this episode, right? Oh, yeah. Faith wins this episode. We needed to talk about that, but I think that's well decided. Because, you know, she gets to wake up. 
She beats Dream Buffy, which clearly she's had some trouble with for the last eight months. She finds out some sad shit, but then it turns out that the mayor had a contingency plan for her. This is a license to have fun. And then her contingency plan works out just dandy. Amazingly. Yeah. And she gets to be as crazy as she wants. Yeah. Wreak all of the revenge that she has been planning for so long. Yep. Yeah. She is 100% the winner. Hundo P. All right. Well, what's coming up next episode? Just a little brief sneak peek. As if you don't know. As if I don't know. The next episode is called Who Are You? And if you think we had fun. (laughs) Faith has not begun to have revenge. We're going to have some fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's good times. (laughs) It is possibly the best times. All right. Until then, our listeners can always reach out to us by emailing us at beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. Find us on the Reddit. That's buffy.reddit.com. Or reach out to us personally on House Party, the social video app that lets you chat with whoever's online at the moment. Mm. Gee, that sounds nice and scalable. Anyway, (laughs) I'm on there at Corey Worthington, who is the Australian teen who in 2008 had like that massive house party in his in his parents' house when they were away and incurred, like, tens of thousands of dollars of property damage. I mildly remember this. Yeah. Anyway, at Corey Worthington. Michaela? The best jokes are the ones you have to heavily explain. That's they are. for sure. I am at Dr. House's Limp Party. Hmm. <laughs> I see. That's a, that's a damn fine shout there. And until next time... <laughs> Until next time, farewell from the Hellmouth. Welcome to the Hellmouth. 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 Hellmouth.